All right, everybody, what's up? It's your girl, Diane Corns. Welcome to the Oops Podcast. It's a sad, sad Monday as we've lost a very influential rapper, Nipsey Hussle, to senseless acts of violence. Um, yesterday, he was gunned down in front of his store, um, his clothing store out in Los Angeles, California. And um, he took five, no, six shots, one to the head. Um, and it's just been pretty tragic just looking on social media, kind of coming to terms with what this guy meant to so many, so many people. Um, I'm going to try to keep this commentary as respectful as possible, only because when I'm speaking on the dead, I want to be careful not to offend anyone. I feel as though no matter what someone has done through their lifetime, no one deserves to be murdered in cold blood. Um, and this guy in particular, I mean, I know he used to have gang affiliations. It's speculated that he still might have had gang beefs um, or whatever, um, but... To me, that's all irrelevant. Again, in the grand scheme of things, life is so much bigger than that, and it's getting ridiculous that people are really uh, devaluing and dehumanizing each other, that you know, taking a life is just nothing. I mean, it's been that way for years. It's been that way for years. I mean, we've seen Tupac go. We've seen Biggie Smalls go. We've seen the little kid, Triple X Tentacion go. Now this 33-year-old man. I mean, 33 is so young still. 33 is young. Like I used to think 33 is old. 33 is just like, just when life is getting like, that's when it's getting popping. So to take this man away from his wife, um, Lauren London, his daughter, his three-year-old daughter, which allegedly he was shot in cold blood in front of his daughter. She's going to live with that. If that's true, she's going to live with that for the rest of her life. That's another thing that's just unacceptable. un fucking acceptable but we're gonna um, kind of talk about this. Like I said, no suspect has been, like nobody's confirmed the identity of the perpetrator yet. So I don't wanna get into all these like diluted conspiracy theories. I know a lot of your favorite content creators have already taken it there. Uh, a lot of people are throwing out stuff and seeing what sticks. Like, oh, this guy was killed because he was making a documentary about Dr. Sebi. For those of you who don't know, Dr. Sebi is, or was a holistic care expert who reckoned that he had the cure for AIDS and cancer and all this stuff through natural treatment as opposed to chemicals and all this big pharmaceutical stuff that costs an arm and a leg. Um, or, I mean, let's think about the fact that, uh, for example, HIV, people say there's no cure for HIV and AIDS. So, you know, some people reckon that this guy was killed because he had found such a profound cure that was natural and very probably cheap, um, and accessible. And allegedly he was taken out by the pharma companies. I have no evidence to back up those claims. I haven't done enough research to validate or substantiate these claims, but I'm just giving you background on the conspiracy theories surrounding, um, the murder of Nipsey Hussle today. So that's one of them. Another one is now, you know, people assuming that the identity of the killer was a black guy. Um, we don't know who this person was, but I'm going to let you know why I wouldn't be surprised if it was a black guy just here in a second. Now, I will say hours before this unfortunate event took place, Nipsey Hussle posted on his Twitter, you know, he said, having, let me pull up that tweet because it was, it, it was profound. I mean, it was something, you know, I just never saw things this way in life before, but okay. I was confused, but he says having strong enemies is a blessing. Three hours later, he was popped life over. Now, I don't know about you guys, 
and like I said, I want to stay respectful here, but I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of people romanticizing and, 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 and kind of, um, fantasizing and, and, and glorifying the enemy lifestyle. Got a lot of enemies, got a lot of enemies run up on me. We going to see bang, bang, gang, gang. Like I'm so tired of this narrative because it never fucking ends well. It never fucking ends well. I don't I've never known having enemies to be a blessing. I've never had one enemy who ever brought me anything good in life. For this rapper to even put that energy out into the universe, it kind of is a reflection of where he was mentally. While people, while he did do a lot of community service, while he did do a lot of good for his community, while he might've been a work in progress and a great family man, that kind of tweet is a reflection of where he was at mentally. He still had some growth to do. So my thing is too, when sometimes when people die, especially celebrities, we kind of get blindsided by their public persona and we don't hone in on the fact that this person was also an imperfect person who probably in some ways had a lot of shit going on that we might not have known about. It doesn't justify the murder, but stick with me. Anybody who would get online and, and, and say that it's a blessing to have enemies, it kind of shows you where their mindset is or that they're very well aware that someone is out to get them. In that case, it's a little bit taunting to get on social media uh, if you know someone has it out for you and expect nothing less than for them to actually carry out what they probably talk about. Like, I don't know. Look, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that, that tweet struck me as odd only to find out hours later he was killed. Now some people online are reckoning that he still had gang affiliations, gang ties, or beef with gang members doesn't justify murder, but the game is the game, you know, you can't have it both ways in the life. You know, if you're going to live a good straight life and be a family person and steer clear of the path of danger, you got to do that. You can't straddle a line between, you know, attracting enemies, gravitating towards enemies, acknowledging enemies, glorifying enemies, and living a safe, safe life. Now I feel, I'm glad, you know, if, if, if his three-year-old daughter was there when he got killed and they're saying, you know, Nipsey Hussle wasn't the only one shot in this circumstance. He was, was two other people who were also hit. They're wounded, they're in critical condition or whatever. Anything could have happened. His daughter was in the path of danger. A stray bullet, a ricochet bullet, anything. A three-year-old was in the path of danger. That's a little bit scary. Now, as I said earlier, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a black person who really did it. I know it's speculative and I don't wanna come off as a janky media source who's you know, giving out a narrative and a set of facts based on unsubstantiated evidence. We have no confirmation of who this person was yet so my next set of commentary right now is solely based on speculation. If this was a black person who did this, I would not be surprised in the least bit at all. One single bit. Only because in my lifetime, in my experience, black men particularly, 
and not all black men. First of all, let me let me disclaim it with this because I have a lot of black supporters on here and I don't want to turn this into a race riot or race war or attract social justice warriors. I, if you're a supporter of mine and you're black, thank you. I will always and forevermore appreciate you. I am not referring to you in this moment, but from my experience, some of the most fucked up things that have been done to me has been done by black people. A lot of people sit on the internet all day and they bitch and moan and complain about white this, white power that, white supremacy has us so tied down. Why is it that I guarantee you over 80 to 90% of black people, some of the most fucked up shit that was done to them in life was not done to them directly by a white person. Yeah, we can bitch and moan about the way the system is set up, but when you look at direct things that have been done to one another, in African-American communities, I guarantee you most people will say it was done to them by their own people. So me personally, I feel like the whole Dr. Sebi documentary facade excuse for why this guy got killed is a way for people to deflect from the fact that black on black crime is very prominent you, listen, you talk to some of these social justice warriors, they'll tell you it's a fucking myth Be to deflect from the fact that black people are also just as responsible for our own demise to some extent as so-called white supremacists. They'll, they'll tell you that black on black crime is a myth. No, this happening to Nipsey Hussle is just, this happens on a daily basis to regular black kids who have no name. Understand that. For every Nipsey hustle, there's at least 100 to 200 to 300 other black people who have been fucked over by their own people. This is nothing new. I've been violated in the worst way by black men. I've told you guys before, you know, most of you guys say, you know, you know, you know, you say you lost your virginity. No, you know where the fuck it went. Okay. My virginity was taken by a black guy in my sleep. I was gunned down by another black guy when I didn't want to date him anymore. There's another black guy who will go to no end on the internet to make content about me that is degrading, that will not highlight any of my achievements, only my biggest downfalls in life. This is the things that black people do to each other. And then we have the nerve to fix our lips and, and blame white supremacy for everything that goes wrong in African-American communities. I'm not, I'm, Based on my experiences, and I'm a, I'm a black chick from the suburbs, my parents went out of their way to protect me from the evils of the world, only to find out that the, my very own people who look like me have done, deliberately done the most harm to me. And that goes the same for a lot of African-American people. I'm no different, I'm not special in this. So that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised if, if it was a black guy who killed Nipsey Hussle. It's a crab in a barrel mentality. 
African-American people will be your biggest supporter until you fucking make it in life, until you get some shit going for yourself. Then they will fucking lose sleep night after night thinking of ways to fuck you over, tear you down, and damn near kill you if they have to. That's not a surprise. It's disappointing. Now, there's also allegations and rumors that this guy is, like I said, beefing with blood members and all this stuff. I don't know his personal life. I don't care about it. This, this murder was totally uncalled for. I mean, even if he did have enemies. I know one time we saw a video of him just months ago at the Grammy slapping the fuck out of somebody back, back in the back parking lot. You guys remember that? But it doesn't justify this level of violence. I think it's just pathetic. It's just pathetic. It's just pathetic. Now, one of my favorite content creators online this morning, early this morning in South Africa time, late last night, LA, Arizona time, whatever, he made a good point. I'm not about to be up here every time rappers get killed posting rest in peace. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it on social media. I'm not putting the RIP shit because it's time. Tommy Sotomayor said a good point last night. He said, how about we start advocating for people to LIP, EIP, live in peace, exist in peace. When you're dead, it's too late. It's too late to seek all the peace. Live in peace. A peaceful existence is not one that you glorify and glamorize having enemies. That's definitely, that's not no type, that's not a peaceful existence, man. It's not a peaceful existence. It's not a peaceful existence to be so envious of another person that you can only acknowledge them in their downfall. That's not a peaceful life to live. That's whack. But that's what the internet does. We thrive on drama after drama after drama after drama. We glamorize beef after beef after beef after beef after beef. And then when somebody's life is taken, like it meant nothing then everybody's, oh, oh, I'm so surprised. That's how the cookies crumble, man. If you care about somebody, you want to see them do well, help steer them in the right direction. Help keep them on the road to positivity. Stop glorifying bullshit, thuggery, violent crime, hatred. And it's time... I personally feel like it's time for the African-American community to redefine what a sellout is. Because to me, Trump supporting never costs anybody their life. Marrying outside your race never costs anybody your life. You know, living in a good neighborhood 
is not hurting anybody just because you're black and people expect you to do what they consider pro-black. But the biggest offense against a black person, which is murder, white just desolating each other one by one, you refuse to acknowledge and admit that black-on-black -black crime is a real thing. Stop dismissing that as a myth. It's fucking real. That is the biggest sellout thing a motherfucker can do is kill, just kill, just kill their own, their own people for senseless reasons. I don't want to hear anybody else in the black community fix their lips to talk about a sellout until you're ready to start calling out each and every person who's so ready, able, and willing to threaten to kill people. Do that. Focus on those people, because Trump supporters and 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 interracial marriers and and people who who get a little money, we never bother anybody. But you guys want to make up excuses. You guys still are so delusional that it's a the, the, this murder happened because of a Dr. Sebi fucking documentary. Because black on black crime is just a myth. That's not sellout shit at all. That's not disloyal in the least bit, right? Get out of here, dude.